This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marble Newtown Tigers on www.marblenewtownfootball.com. Twelve minutes to go here at Harry Harvey Stadium to Marple Newtown football's ultimate goal. That is a first victory of this 2008 season. They've done well so far. Ten to seven here. They lead with one quarter remaining as the rain has finally let up, but the mist and fog has not abated here. So for the Tigers... And so they will have to defend... Down there on the field. As to, I guess, officials are, I guess, are pointing out the spot, maybe. Um, right. Uh, they're probably arguing over about a half a yard, though. <laughs> I think they're looking to see if the, uh, the the way it lined up, it was plumb enough for the uh, next play. Well, I mean, I know sometimes these fields have to be banked, you know, at a slight angle uh, downward at a peak in the center of the field. But come on, you just need to go over there to see where it's going to be. A just just mark line. it close and go. Springfield and Marble Newtown locked third and three from the 48-yard line. Shotgun formation, direct handoff up the middle. Stopped short. We know that for sure. In a pile, it looks like. Who was that? That was Leon again. Steve Reynolds got in there initially, and it looks like. uh, Looks like they'll easily be a yard short on that. Tevin Gilbert. Might so, have been the other guy in there as well. So, Greg, just what the doctor ordered to begin this final quarter. A solid stop. Just near midfield as Springfield had encroached in Tigers' territory. And now they're going to they're, they're go for it here. Are the Cougars. Gutsy and call. Now it's a timeout. And, well, as of course, that uh, momentary flash of brilliance halted by a moment of prudence for the Springfield Cougars. We've only played 40 seconds into this final quarter. Marple Newtown defending with a three-point lead. Yeah, it's uh, you know, sort of Marple's game here in this second half. Run that clock, play solid defense, and move the ball on the ground offensively and just work that clock and, and hold on tight. Well, we've seen in the first four games that you know Marple Newtown's offense didn't click very well, but they did manage to chew up great chunks of time at certain points. Last week they did an excellent job of that. Of course they didn't punch the ball into the end zone. And today we're seeing more and more what the real Marple Newtown offense is capable of. This game has flown by. We are not even close to 9 o'clock and uh, this game is almost over. Well, head coach Ray Junta has uh, done a nice job with rallying the team together. Junta, St. James High School alumni. uh, Wall of Honor there in uh, 2008. Right, of course, St. James, the former Philadelphia Catholic League school, uh, 
one of the last to be shut down. It was in Chester. I believe it was 1993. Because when I was a freshman at St. Joe's Prep, St. James did still compete with us in the Catholic League South for all sports. And highlight for him is the first player in Catholic League history to be uh, named All-Catholic for offensive and defensive sides of the football. Certainly impressive credentials in the past and impressive credentials here in the future. As his charges face a defensive, a fourth and one. There's a handoff to Jones. With that first push, he didn't get it. That second push, he did clearly get that. So it will be a new set of downs. Looks like uh, number Four 76, Tevin Gilbert, got the initial hit that time. And just wasn't quite Dan enough. Angie Odano and Nick Stevens in there for the rest. So at least it wasn't a big gain. There's the one thing that Marple Newtown's defense has done well on these third and short, fourth and short situations is when they've had to give up that first down, they're not giving up five, six yards at a time. They're giving up maybe two and three. Yeah. So it makes that Springfield offense maybe think twice and uh, maybe open up the playbook a bit. As now we, they have a shotgun formation with two backs, two wide receivers split, one to the left, one to the right. Mateki back. Hands it off to Lehan up the middle. Gets across the 40. Another push behind him. And, and it number, gets a couple more. Number 72 for the Tigers. Christian Whiteside in there on the initial contact. And, and number 20, Giordano on the second stop. Oh, Giordano looked like he was laying on his back, prone for a couple of seconds there. You don't like to see that, but he bounced right back up. Maybe he just got his feet tangled up in the, at the bottom of the pile. Yeah, just uh, take your time. <laughs> it's been a long day so far, so conserve as much energy as possible. 10-15 remaining here in this contest. Springfield moving the ball there at the Marple Newtown 39-yard line. Handoff faked to Jones. Roll out to the right. This time to, I believe, number 15. 45. 45. And Bill McCullough. First and time we've heard his name in the entire second half. And then Carl Kosarski there to lay on top of him as he went down to the ground to make that catch. All right, if you can't be there to get in front of the ball because the break just comes... Maybe a yard shy of where you are. Best thing to do is be right on there like a curtain drape. Yeah. And drag the man down as soon as possible. About a third down and about two and a half to three yards. Yeah, well, you know what? They're giving him a generous spot there. He's at the 36, so it's it's just about a yard and a half. Two wide receivers. One left, one right. One man in the backfield. Hand off to Lehan. Again, that first push looked like Marple Newtown got him. That second one, he be close. crashed through the pile. So we'll Steve, see what happened there. Steve Reynolds looked to grab his legs and wrap up his legs and keep him from moving forward. Uh, Someone needed to, to prop him up by his shoulders and lift his body forward so he didn't get the forward progress there with his with his helmet yeah. and upper body. So it's going to be a, a, a fourth and it looks like a... Half a yard. Yeah. Clear, clear, At least a clear half yard where there's no time or need for a spot. 8.46 and the crowd remaining. starts to chant defense here. It is, the weather has driven the crowd away, the home crowd, but they are no less vocal than with a packed house. So Steve Jones gets the ball up across the 35 and just barely enough for that first down. Ryan White on the stop of Steve Jones on the short scamper to the outside. So good job by the corner to load up in there and keep the guy from getting... 
ball will be spotted on the 32-yard line. One wide receiver split to the left now. Jones in the backfield just to the right of Ritecki. He tries that option pitch to Jones. Gets to the outside across the 30. Across the 25. 20. Cuts back. He's corralled or so we think at the 15. But he's still going across the 10 down to the 6. So we'll see what happened there as Jones appeared to be wrapped up no less than three times but squirted free each time. And now Dan Giordano finished off the play. Sets up a first and goal for Springfield though. Well, here's a big big moment in this game for the Tigers to show how gutsy and gritty they are and you got to stop them here you got to hold them to a field goal and hopefully to nothing huge test of nerve and metal as the last time Springfield came down here early in the I should say early in the game but late in the second quarter they did get a touchdown on a pass from Ritecki to Joe Adana Shotgun formation again for Springfield. It's a fake handoff to Lehan, another keeper for Vitecki. He gets Steve Reynolds on the tackle that time on the outside. Good job by him in pursuit there to keep him from getting maybe maybe one, maybe two on that. We'll see where the spot is. As they're going away from us from our right to our left and further across the field as we are now at the left hash mark. And they are moving towards the right. Gave him a gain of one on that play, so second and goal from the six. Two wide receivers this time. One to the left, one to the right. Divini to the left side, near side. It's a handoff to Jones. He cuts back at the ten, at the five. He is clearly into the end zone, untouched. So Springfield takes the lead. He's got some speed, and he grabbed that edge real quickly. And There was nothing Ryan White on that outside could do to, to, to catch up to him. On a short scamper like that, it's just marble went down head, loaded up the middle, expecting a middle run, and they hand off to Jones for the Nonetheless, outside. Nonetheless, when Jones took that handoff and, and veered to the left, he really didn't have any any space even to go off of, off of tackle. No. But then he kept pushing it, pushing it towards the left sideline, made the turn, and cruised into the end zone. So the kick is up and good for Springfield. And with 7.02 remaining here in this fourth quarter... For the first time, the Cougars are on top. It is 14 to 10. So we'll see now. Marple Newtown's well, nerve and composure as they are for the first time in this season. Had a lead and lost it and need to get it back. So with that, we will take a quick break. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network, providing you exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. remaining here in this final quarter as Marple Newtown who had control of the contest all the way through now suddenly faces a four point deficit this kickoff is wide and high coming down to Graziano at the 10 across the 15 
at the 20, but he has no hole where he was going up the middle, and he is brought down about the 23. Well, that's probably his uh, least effective return, but he's still at the 25-yard line, 24-yard line. So, so not, the best, not the best position, but again, it's better than the 10, better than the 20. Better than the 1. <laughs> exactly, so with 76 yards to go to pay dirt and 6.57 remaining in the contest, if they take it slowly, methodically, and move the ball as well as they had throughout the entire game, there's no reason why they can't take the lead and maybe run off four or five minutes of the clock here. Maybe all six and a 57. That remains to be seen as the handoff goes this time to Graziano again. I thought it was Nick Stevens, but he goes across the 30, the 35, and finally... Number 23, Joe Devaney, on a tackle. And that was a great 37 run. 37-yard line. Very good run. He kind of slashed his way through, picked it, picked it through methodically, right. and, and made he, it ran, he ran. With, he ran with purpose and just had got picked up those extra couple yards after the slash at the 35 for a 14-yard carry on the run. So good for them. And you've got to figure that Graziano is close to 100 yards now because yeah. he's, he's he's working on 20 carries. It looks like he's at the 42 now for the Tigers and a first down. Actually, at the 37. Oh, excuse me. Johnson drops back. He rolls out to the right. He's got a man in the flat. It is complete across the 45 to the 40. Carl Kosorski. There's the big man. First and reception of the contest, and it is a big one. Josh Cavanaugh, the tackle, out of bounds for the Cougars, number 25. So from the 37, a gain of 25 yards on that one, I believe. So... Big game that time, and it's what you, it's what you like Rapidly. to see. Well, this time a little bit of uh, rapid motion as it is first down from the 37. Graziano in the backfield once again. He gets the call off the left side. Maybe he gets one or two on that one. He looks like he was tripped up. Yeah, he was tripped up by number 55, Andre Petrosky, on the defense. Gain of two on the play, so second down and eight. With 5.32 remaining here in this final quarter. Marble Newtown trying to rally. Down by four, but they have moved the ball very quickly at a pace we have not seen yet this season. Johnson under center hand up to Graziano. Squirts through a man up the middle across the 30. Once Tackled. again, slashes through, shy of the 25, but another big gain here. Number 51, Eric Grumman. On the tackle. Picks up the first down and continues to move the chains. Well, this is what you want to see when you're down late in the game and it's close. you, you got to be able to move it up the field, and they are doing a very good job of it right here. They are going to spot it at the 27-yard line. Five minutes now to play in the contest. Wide receiver split way to the left is number 81, Vince Christiana. But it is a handoff this time to Graziano. Slashes across the 25 and gets down to about the 23. Number 44, Patrick Lean on the stop for the Cougars. So there we go. It's like a stretching a rubber band. A little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. Stretching big. Get him thinking about you know snapping back. A couple at a time, a couple at a time, and then maybe another big gain. Very to keep that Springfield defense thinking and very, on their toes. Very, very effective offensive play calling right now. And they have the Springfield Cougars on their heels. 
Second down and five from the 22 with that extra push. Another handoff to Graziano, but this time... Just runs into a pile. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes if you go back to the well and once too like often, it's not going to work. Aaron Williams, number 77, the big man. Not to worry. At worst, you're looking at a third down and five from the spot of the ball. and well, Running into Aaron Williams that time is, is, is a tough task because he's six foot one, 310-pound defensive tackle, and that's what you look for in a defensive tackle, a big guy. And Graziano just walked right into him. So let's see if the Marple Newtown Tigers offense can open up a big hole enough. Because this may be fourth down territory. We'll, we'll wait and see. It's a keeper by Johnson. He faked the handoff to Graziano. He's down the left side across the 20. 15, 10. Russell out of bounds. Shy of the five-yard line. And no Excellently played by Johnson. Dante Allen knocking Kevin Johnson out. But a great run. Easily picking up the first down and a little bit of extra. And that's big. And that was that play we saw earlier that ran in for the score. And this time it's very effective once again. And that's what you got to do with that. you got to use it very seldomly so they don't expect it. Second biggest gain of the day for 14 yards and with 3.27 to go. First and goal from the seven. The Marple Newtown Tigers very quickly knocking on the door. And after Graziano, this time he gets a little shaking bank out there across the five. Down to about the three, so he got at least three or four there. And it could have been in the end zone if it wasn't for that. Uh, number 51, Eric Grumman, with the stop that time. Right, at that time, <laughs> Springfield defender basically had a lifted Graziano's left leg in the air to prevent him from going forward. Yeah, and that, that, that's, you got to get his legs off the ground because he is such a strong runner. That's, that's, that's who was that in ancient times? Samson drew his strength from, yes. uh, from the earth. Second and goal, gain of three. It is now at the four-yard line, 2.47 to go. Duffy on a handoff. And stop, looks like again. one or two-yard line. Johnson did an excellent job of selling it, although I don't know if he had anybody on the right sideline. Number line, 57, Kahaz Sponheimer on the stop. That's it, so we kill another 30 seconds off the clock and other games, but the noose is tightening on both necks. Third down now. And a one. And, and one. Another generous spot. Well, you're in two-down territory. You're down three, four points. You can't get a field goal. You're going for it two times here. And they're going to take a timeout and discuss what they want to do. And, I, I mean, to be honest with you, the Tigers have such a offensive scheme that they run that they can run anything from a quarterback sneak to that roll end around that Johnson ran to a flip to a pitch to the big man up the middle in Graziano. Right. There, there are a myriad options in you know, the ball is to the weak side, to the left side, left hash marks now. This comes down to execution. Right. Who's going to get the bigger push in the trenches right now? And who's going to outsmart and the it's, other it's, side? And it's hard, it's hard to say that Marple Newtown would be fooled here or, or that Springfield would come through because, you know, with the game basically on the line and the, game, and the score in their favor, the defense for Springfield has not really come up very big and has let Marple Newtown have their way. So, the first test of endurance to come. Third down and goal from the one. <laughs> Both sides settling in on the ball. And you can feel Johnson under center. 
Graziano and Diaguardi in the backfield. No wide receivers. Man in motion. It looks like he faked the hand off to Graziano. Johnson takes it. Push at the goal line. He is in for a Tigers touchdown. And Graziano, a fake up the middle. And Kevin Johnson kept it to the outside. It was a keeper. Excellent sell there. It looked like Graziano was in the end zone with just an empty arms. But Johnson managed to take it. He was met at the goal line, but was able to bounce off to a 90-degree turn and fall right in just inside that left pylon. So Marple Newtown takes the lead once again. With 2.36 to go, we'll see if Adam Fender can put the exclamation point on this one. The kick is away. It is up. And it is good. And great job. We said they have a very dynamic offense, and they did with the play they ran earlier to score. That little fake underneath to Graziano, have him sell it, and Johnson takes it to the edge and puts it in for seven. That was an absolute no-doubter. I don't even think the defensive line for Springfield was able to go further than maybe a yard in front of the line of scrimmage, which and, is to say that they were yeah. backed up at the goal line. And that was a 11-play, almost four-minute drive that time for the Tigers. That's the offense they run. That's what you like to see. That is execution as perfect as you can find. And I think the, the big play in that that really got the momentum going was the throw to Carl Kosarski. He made a big 25-yard catch in coverage around in the zone. Found a little opening. Johnson put it in there perfectly. Now that is the danger zone out there in the flat where Jason Witten of the Dallas Cowboys makes his living and makes it so dangerous for that Cowboys pass offense. Kosarski was the right man at the right time, and Johnson now has the go-ahead score. So we will see how that Marble Newtown defense responds and if they are able to take that momentum and adrenaline and apply it at the proper time and come away with a victory. Well, this is a great atmosphere we're in right now, and it's going to be a very interesting final two and a half minutes. Long, long way to go, though, but anything can happen. As the kick is underway, it is a high wobbler coming down at the 10-yard line. Fumbled back there by Stephen Jones, it looks like. Gets up across the 25-30. Cuts back through a man up the middle, 35-40. Ron Alf made a very... Big stop as Jones was looked like and he was on a mission to take it to the house and he gets stopped at the 40. For the second time in this contest, Alf is the game saver. That is huge. That was a huge because there wasn't much space as, that was filled with Tigers. There was a lot of open fields no, and Jones, in front of Jones. Jones had almost no room to operate even in between his shoulders, but he kept on plowing forward and somehow found that room. But again, Ron Alf with the biggest, I'd say, the biggest defensive play of the game so far, but there are many more to be made. 2.28 to go. First and 10 at the 41 of Springfield. Protecting a shotgun formation. Drops back. Dumps it off on a little screen to Jones across the 40. 45, 50. 45, 40. And he's finally taken down at the 35-yard line. It looks like Carl Kosarski on the far side of the field made the hit. That stopped Jones, but... The damage was done there as they're inside the 30, 40-yard line. Well conceived from the start for the Cougars, I hate to say. A big gainer. And the only thing that may come out of this is that Springfield is moving the ball so quickly it may afford Marple Newtown a chance to come back. Let's see if they hold. There's another pass 
This time to Davini across the 30 and uh, down to the 26. So that stops the Ron clock. Alf on the far side of the field with the tackle. Just over two minutes to go now. But he does get out of bounds and stopping that clock. Most important play there is actually getting out of bounds and selling it so that the clock does stop. Well, Springfield, I think, is going to continue to go to the air here. And you just got to find a way to hold them. So it is a second down. And we will have a timeout called by Marple Newtown here. And we will take a rest with, once again, 2.03 remaining in the contest. Marple Newtown clinging to a 17-14 lead. You're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. You're listening to Bob Herpin and Greg Pecco on the Tigers Radio Network, bringing you exclusive coverage of Marple Newtown football only on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Brought to you exclusively by the United States Marine Corps. The few, the proud, the Marines. And they are on their feet at Harvey Stadium back here. Just over two minutes to go in this contest. High school bands sometimes can be an integral part of getting that crowd behind their home team. And they are right now as they are making a little bit of noise. Facing a crucial stop here. They needed third at second and third. Second and three from the 28-yard line. Shotgun formation once again. Handoff goes absolutely nowhere. Nick Stevens with a huge hit. He came right up the middle and just slammed. Rateki on a keeper up the middle. So once again, it is close. Doesn't look like he made it. Wow. So it looks like it'll be a third down and one now from the 26. 140 to go. 139, 138. The clock is the enemy of the Springfield Cougars right now. Well, it's working against both teams at the moment because if the Cougars find a way to score, 90 it's seconds rough. to go here. Rateki, shotgun formation. One wide receiver left, one right. There's a handoff. This time to somebody new in the backfield, number 31. It looks like Michael Archibald. Nick Stevens along with Ryan White there bringing down Archibald. On a bit the of a run. wrinkle in the process there, but Springfield most importantly picks up that first down. Stopping the clock here. Stopping the clock with 1.21 to go. As they go, quick formation here. Shotgun once again. Three wide receivers this time. Rateki drops back. He's got a man open. It is too oh. high. Wow. Very nearly picked off in there by Kasarski and also by number 15, Kevin Johnson, Johnson, the quarterback, lurking back there, looking to do things on both sides of the field this time. So that play, I mean, like I said earlier, the secondary of this Marble Newtown defense is very good, and they make it tough to throw to when you go over the middle. And they make it punishing if you go over the middle and complete the pass. As this time, you know, Kasarski or Johnson could have had a piece of that and could have had a piece of the receiver. So the clock stops now, second and ten from the 18-1-11 remaining Marble Newtown. Three-point lead. As you're taking back under center. Defini wide receiver to the left. Cuts in. And this time he falls but completes it. Inside the 10-yard line, but most importantly here. Ryan White on the stop. And the clock just shy of that first down. It's going to be about a third and two, it looks like, from that 10-yard line. From just inside the 10-yard line, yes. Third and a short two. 
Shotgun formation. Ruteki rolls out to the right. He's being chased. He throws. It is complete. This time to Davini once more, who came all the way from the left, cut across the middle of the field, and found some open space at the right. And it looked like Dan Giordano was there on the stop along with Ron Elf. But so, 42.4 seconds to go. And well, this is as tight as tight can be right now. What a football game, no matter what happens. And there's another And, of course, with every time you build something up, you've got to break it down. And both sides are pausing for a pregnant moment here to get their minds straight, get their focus in there. Well, Steve Reynolds that time got the pressure, flushed Ritecki from the pocket, but he was able to find an open man on that right side, and it, it just was you know, a nice catch. And we said it before, and I'll say it again, that about four-fifths of all the plays today by Springfield have been coming from that shotgun formation. Yeah. Even so, Ritecki maybe takes one or two steps. That's been the key. If yeah. he was in a normal formation... He probably would have been sacked four or five times by now, but that bit going in the shotgun allows him a little bit more time, a little bit more range and peripheral vision to see where he needs to see, a little bit more room to operate on both sides of the field. So that's why he's able to get that extra two or three seconds, which is able to complete passes. Yeah, it's, it's been a very exciting football game. And it's... Uh, it's going to get more exciting, or <laughs> exciting to, butcher, to butcher English. <laughs> but at this, at this time, you can... Feel free to butcher the language because it's running on pure emotion, not logic. First and goal from the four now. Turnover Jones, the lone setback. Three wide receivers now. They try a handoff. It's a rollout into the end zone. Incomplete. Incomplete. It was broken up at the last second. Looks like Ron Alf was over there to get over the back and, and swatted away along with number 15, Kevin Johnson. They needed all of Ron Alf's 5'8 frame to get that one as it looked like that pass for a half a second was going to be complete at the back of the end zone on the right side. So 36.8 to go, second down and goal from the four. Well, Springfield likes that right side and here's another timeout as we're going to discuss it again. Well, we've seen what Marple Newtown's offense can do with the short field. Now we get to see in the most crucial portion of the contest here at the end. Well, I would I would be wary of, and I hate to cut you off, but I'd be wary of that play we saw earlier, the the handoff to Steve Jones on the end around when everybody's feeling the the right side. If he gets to the left and runs outside, he's very quick. And Ritecki sells it very well, as we saw on that last touchdown. So it, it, this is going to be an interesting play call for Springfield. I, I wouldn't be but, surprised if they do go back to that. But the one thing about that is that with only four yards to work as opposed to ten or more, which is how Jones scored the last one, even if Jones does somehow manage to get out to that left wing and, and right wing, he's going to be closed in on very quickly. Yes. So he may gain yardage, but he may be stacked up well short of that goal line. This is this this game is, I tell you what, it's, it's very... Very exciting. It's what we wanted to see from this Marble Newtown program, and they're taking right. that step forward. And this is just a large portion and a big event in how far they've come. The adrenaline is pumping now. Second down and four. 36.8 seconds to go. Marble Newtown still ahead by three. Three wide receivers again. Man in motion from right to left. Ritecki drops back. He pumps. He's looking. 
That pass is oh. almost picked up by Kosarski, but more importantly, it is broken up. Carl Kosarski. Brilliantly. Oh, man. And you can hear the fans here in the stands. They wanted it. They, wa they wanted it. They wanted the, the grab and they wanted him gone. But sometimes you don't even need to be gone, you just fall over. Sometimes you're taught though, you can't fall on that ball and grab it deep in your own territory. Well here's the question. Is Springfield gonna go for the win or attempt the tie? Interesting call. Like uh, they they've in had the they've had they've shown great intestinal fortitude so far in going on two fourth downs. Ritecki. But first they have to find a third down knack. 31.8 to go. Third down and goal from the four. Ratecki shotgun formation. Three wide receivers. Two left. One right. The oh. pass is through for a touchdown to Larry McLaughlin. Oh. He just found a seam is a off the right side and hauled it in for the score. And that is a heartbreaker. But... All other lanes appeared to be sealed off, but McLaughlin somehow slipped in between two defenders. What what a shame that is. But time is still on their side. Available. Right. Kick is on the way by Tumulty. It is up, and it is good. So a three-point lead now turns into a four-point deficit for the Marple Newtown Tigers and they will be tested as never before. Wow, that's just... <laughs> it's painful to watch. It, this is one of those games truly where you don't want to see some team lose at the expense of another team's victory. But it's one of those games where both teams just played so, have played they've so played, hard. They, they've played their hearts out, both sides. And I mean, Marple Newtown especially. I mean, it, it's just... Uh, it's speechless is, is how everybody's left. Right, it's, it's, you just, it's, it's one of those things that... And I, I don't mean to sound a little more, you know, higher station than, than, than we are, but it's a game where you do just want to stare out the window and let things go go, and, and just experience them yourself and maybe let the crowd tell you what the, uh, what the action well, is. Phil Graziano has a lot of heart. And expect if the space is there, oh, maybe it's not to make a huge return. It's not too much to ask for... A minor miracle. He almost came close once before as we have Alf, Graziano, and Diaguardi back again. Graziano, this time a little bit further up at about the 12, awaiting Tumulty's kick. And they have all their timeouts left. 28.3 seconds. If you can get 15, 20 yard gain here, at least up to the 35 on this kickoff, you're already in good position. So we shall see from here on out who will be the hero for these Marble Newtown Tiger football team as the kick is a low squibber. Comes down to the 29-yard line to across the 35, up around the 36 to the 37 before he's driven back. And it looks like number 40 for the Tigers on Matt the return. Vandergrift. Matt Vandergrift. Just what you want to see. That was, I don't think right there Tumulty was had Vandergrift in his sights he specifically he just, he just wanted to strike it as hard as he can as low as he could Vandergrift was there took it right in his chest held onto it pressed forward so with 23.1 seconds left 63 yards to go Alf the wide receiver split wide to the right this time 
Johnson under center. He drops back. It's a roll out to the right. Ducks under a man. Ducks under another man across the 35. He's wrapped up, but I think he's going to get a couple-yard gain up there as he was tackled across yeah. the 40. Maybe two or three there with a generous spot. Number 57, Cage Sponheimer on the stop for the Cougars. But he picks up, uh, looks like they're marking it at the 40-yard line here, just shy of it. So and if we can just have a little bit more time in that formation, they can get Alf and they can possibly get Kosarski deep enough down the field and more importantly towards the sideline and out of bounds as it looks like you're playing here with two or three plays at the most even with your timeouts 14 seconds remaining and I just say I mean at this point you gotta you gotta think both these squads are about out of as much energy as they have and you just gotta if you're the Tigers you hope for the best go out and play it play the down Play the next couple plays. Right, see what have, you can get. See what happens. They have absolutely nothing to lose at this point. Yeah. You're in front of a home crowd. You've seen what it's like to play with the lead, have it wrested away from you, get it back. And now this is, you know, another baptism of fire. They will learn from this, whatever the outcome. And that is probably the most important thing next to a possibility of a win with this young club. So here we go. 14 seconds left. Second and eight from the 40. Johnson drops back. Let's it go, and oh. it is almost tended for Graziano. Almost, yeah, into the hands of Graziano in that no man's he, land. I think if he would have caught it, he was going to get wrecked by number twenty. Well, you never Cougars, know. Joe, Adana. it's a tough thing if you're looking up yeah, and, the, and the ball is over your shoulder. It takes your eyes off of the oncoming train. Oh, this might be the last play of the game. Eight point eight to go now. So we'll see what happens. It's still exciting. This should be a good time for a super secret play, but I have every confidence in the world that your boys will give it their all. As Johnson under center, he rears back and throws it. It is complete to Ron Alf. Across the 35 and down to the 32-yard line. 1.9 seconds to go, and they have to get downfield very quickly, otherwise that clock may start. They need to line up. At the 32-and-a-half-yard line here. So this will definitely be the final play, no matter what. Ron Alf went up and got that one as he is split wide to the right. As it goes back, he rolls up. Oh! And he is crushed. As Johnson did leave him in that vulnerable spot there, down about the 15-yard line. Dante Well Allen. short, well short, even if he did manage to haul that in as the well, game comes to an end. You know what? Great effort by the Tigers tonight. They did a heck of a job fighting for this win, and this will carry over into next week at Ratner. They played a very, very hard-fought game. They were down, came back, and then they just made a run there. If they have more, if they have another minute and a half on that clock, I have no doubt that they might have won this football game. Well, I think you're correct. Is that you know it's unfortunate that the time is just not there, but the execution, the most important thing, the execution is there. Spot on. The poise is there. Focus is there. Resilience is there as well. All things which are going to eventually lead. To more points and that first victory down the road. Yeah. So we will take a quick break and we will be back with the wrap and the pack from this contest at Harry Harvey Stadium, which has just concluded. 
Unfortunately, the Marple Newtown Tigers come out on the wrong end again in a valiant effort. Final score is 21 for Springfield, 17 for Marple Newtown, and we will be right back. And this is the Tigers Radio Network. You're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. Back here at a somber and emptying Harry Harvey Stadium as the Marple Newtown Tigers put together their clearly their best 48-minute performance of the entire season, but still just falls short, agonizingly short, 21-17 to their rival Springfield Cougars here. Greg, again, you can say a lot about this team, the Marple Newtown Tigers, on both sides of the ball. For the first time all season, imposing their will for significant periods of time. Excellent ball control, excellent defensive play, excellent special teams play, which helped a great deal in this contest, but still... Just not quite there, but you still get the sense they're building to something. Well, they are building, and, you know, last week we saw it. They had a few mistakes that hurt them against Haverford. This week, they put some points on the board, limited the mistakes, and, frankly, they got beat by a team that's just as good as them and a team that had had more time. Basically, they, ran right. they had the last chance and had the more time, but, yes, I mean, the mistakes, if any, one penalty, yeah. which cost them early in the contest. Yeah. But that's it. Springfield made more mistakes today than the Marble Newtown Tigers. And like you said, this is building, and it could explode next week at Radnor and just beat up on Radnor. Now, a, a program note, next home game in two weeks against Lower Marion is homecoming, so we'd like to get a big crowd out here to support the Tigers in homecoming and, and, and put, a, uh, put it to the Lower, to Lower Marion Aces. So there we go. It is unfortunately 0-5 from Marple Newtown. Now they do go into another very easily winnable game against Redner just up the road in Delaware County and Greg you will be at that contest as you are yes, for I all will. road games why don't you tell the folks out there where you're going to be and what, well, how we you will can be, contact them we will be on the sidelines or in the stands somewhere in the stadium for that game at Radner and we will be giving uh, quarterly updates on the score and I will have a report as I do every week on IHaveTheTigersBlog.com uh, on the team and how, how the game went. And uh, also the player profile we do each week. Uh, the new thing we've had, uh, first week was Ryan White, and this week was Phil Graziano, the senior tailback. So next week, uh, Kevin Johnson will be our player profile for this upcoming week. So you can check that out once again on IHaveTheTigersBlog.com. And we will be back two weeks from today. Of course, Radner, the away game. A little bit later, starts 7.30 p.m. on next Friday, October 3rd. The Marple Newtown Tigers podcast returns for the fourth home game of the season, Friday, October 10th. It is a little bit of an early start, 6.30 p.m. from Harvey Stadium against those Larry Marion High School Aces. And we hope by that time it will be the 1-5 and five Marple Newtown Tigers. But as for tonight at Harvey Stadium, as the rain and mist is back again, the final score... Springfield Cougars 21, Marple Newtown 17. That'll do it for 
Executive producer, Jim Allsman. And my color man and engineer, Greg Pecco. I'm Bob Herpin. Farewell, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Our next podcast from Harry Harvey Stadium will be presented on Friday, October 10th, when the Marble Newtown Tigers play host to the Aces of Lower Marion. Kickoff is set for 6.30 p.m. Next week, the Tigers will travel to Radnor High School for a 7.30 p.m. kickoff on Friday, October 3rd in Radnor, Pennsylvania. Coverage of that game will be provided by Greg Pecco of the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Until then, for Bob Herpin and Greg Pecco, I'm Jim Allsman wishing you a good night from Harry Harvey Stadium and Go Tigers!